Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Mike with Rogue Media Network. As Texas opens back up, some of our shows have chosen to continue to record from remote locations. Some of our other shows have started recording in studio with very few people observing social distancing. Thanks for listening, and please be safe. Hello, I'm Autumn Outlaw. And you're listening to an original Outlaw podcast, where I hope to share creative and somewhat original ideas while introducing you to my amazing friends. Who am I? Well, I'm tired, mom of three, wife to one, and a lover of all things Dr. Pepper, who happens to live in Waco, Texas. I'm a marketing and communications professional, the host of a mom-friendly segment on a local TV station, and I like to wear dresses a lot. I like to post pictures about dresses, too. I invite you to visit OriginalOutlaw.com to find out more about me, see helpful tips, and find out more about this podcast. So speaking of this podcast, what can you expect? As much as I hate to admit it, I'm a middle-aged mom. Ugh, I hate to say it out loud for some reason. And I know that with age comes wisdom and perspective and blah, 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 all that stuff. But it's so true. As I thought about what type of podcast I wanted and what I would want to listen to, I thought about my friends. The ones who have helped to build me into the woman I am today. This middle-aged working mom who has struggles and wrinkles and no idea what to cook for dinner most nights. So I decided I wanted to share my friends with you. The ones who listen and pull me up from the lowest points and tell me I can do the hard things. Laugh with me until I cry. The ones who tell me the best wrinkle creams to purchase. I need that right now. They give me fashion advice. And the ones who share the best dinner recipes I can make in 15 minutes or less because I don't have much time. I have some pretty terrific and badass friends. They have a lot of neat tips and tricks and stories that have made me who I am today. And I want others to know them too. So here we go. My very first guest, Sarah Jane Menifee. I'm so glad to have her on here. We're going to talk about how she and I met in our friendship. All right. Welcome, Sarah Jane. Hi, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. So go ahead and tell everyone about you, your family, where you're from. Let us know a little more about you. Sure. So I grew up about 45 minutes east of Waco in a small town of Dawson, Texas. I always like to say I grew up in the country. We had a town of 800 people and I didn't live in town. So (laughs) (laughs) it was really fun living there. And when we came to town, we came to Waco or to Corsicana to do our shopping and things like that. So living near Waco, I never thought I wanted to live here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But then I got my first job here. 
right out of college at Texas State Technical College, which is where you and I met. Yes. And yes. got to work there for six years with some wonderful people and kind of fell in love with Waco. I think that when I moved here, Waco started to be cool. Uh, <laughs> and it was sort of the ground floor of getting in on things going on in the community and Waco really experiencing a revitalization. So um, that's where I grew up. And now, uh, fast forward 12, 13 years now, living here in Waco, I'm married and have three kids, um, all girls. Uh, Evelyn is almost eight. And then I have Nora, who's six, and then Maggie, who's two. So our life is busy and full and fun. My husband's a teacher here at one of the local schools. And I'm a stay-at-home mom after a 10-year career in communications, and I'm loving what I get to do now, which is having a lot more free time to be with my kids. And girl mom, so all and girl. All girl so mom, yeah. Girl all the way. <laughs> yeah, toes and tutus and glitter and everything in my house. So so much fun. So you mentioned early on how you and I met, was working together yeah. at Texas State Technical College. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I remember the very first time I met you. I don't know if you remember oh, this man, or not. I'm just going to tell some stories. <laughs> I am. So um, I was involved with student ambassadors at TSTC, but a group of students who would go and um, be uh, president at different events around Waco on campus. And you came in and worked for communications and you came to one of our events and, you know, TSCC, we were, again, we were kind of changing things there and you got up in front of the whole group of all these students and you were excited and you wanted people to tell you stories so you could share them. And I was like, we needed a little extra excitement on campus and someone who wanted to share all the great things that were happening. So from the moment you spoke in front of that group, I think you were, when you speak, your, your body jumps around and I love that you're excited. And I'm like, I have to meet her. I want to know how to you know <laughs> connect with her. So we worked together and we got a chance to work through student uh, orientation and build a campaign there. So I know working together was a, a blast. And I remember one of the first things that you um, invited me to was you had a fiesta move-in party. You just moved on campus and had this great party, invited a lot of the staff to come um, and kind of yeah. welcome you to the neighborhood on I campus. I love to party. So anytime that I can get people together, and I, it's funny because I my middle daughter is the same way. We went to a baby shower today and she was talking about how much she likes parties and she was going to have an event space someday when she grows up and I was like oh I love you so much <laughs> everything you do is themed and yes. has like a, a party wrapped around it so uh, we both we so, have oh, a whole episode on parties girl yes, you you throw some should. great some great parties too yeah so we love of parties love of, of celebrating for sure uh, my next guest has been a friend of mine since first grade. We'll, we'll actually hear how we met here in just a few minutes. She was actually selected as the most talkative out of the entire senior class of Clifton High School from 1997. I welcome Casey Darnell to the show. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Uh, of all my friends that I want to have on this show, you're the one that scares me the most because I think you may drop uh, an F-bomb here or there or some kind no, of word. It'll be okay. Even though you're most talkative, I feel like you're pretty direct and to the point, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. I think is a yin and yang of our friendship because mm -hmm. I talk a lot and I have lots of feelings and emotions and you're pretty much like Autumn, get yourself together. So I appreciate you being here because I thought you weren't going to show up today and you're here. So thank you Almost very called much. in sick. Yeah. <laughs> no, it surprised me. <laughs> All right. So Casey is here because um, she's been one of my longest running friends since again, first grade. Jumping right in, tell everyone how we met, how we became friends. It's a good one. It is. <laughs> so growing up, picture it, Clifton, Texas, 1983, something like 85 -ish, that. 85-ish yeah. maybe. Yeah. 
And I had spent my childhood with a lady named Verly, Mm -hmm. and she was my babysitter, and I loved her. She was like a grandmother figure to me. She was wonderful. Yes. And when I had to go to school the first time, I cried. And because who wants to leave Verly? You know, I mean, she was great. (laughs) So I set my stuff down. I ran to go hug my mother one more time. And when I came back, there was this girl (laughs) with her ballerina backpack in my chair. So I cried again. Um, And that girl was... Autumn Outlaw, or as I know her, Autumn Now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that sparked a beautiful friendship it from did. me stealing her That's, chair. So That friendship is what about? 35 years oh, yeah. long now? It is. Long it time. is. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And over the years, we have uh, we grew up together, went to school together, graduated high school. We went to different colleges. We kind of reconnected and lived in mm-hmm. Waco, and we worked together several times. Mm-hmm. And anyone who knows me knows Casey mm-hmm. and vice versa. It just, just happens to work that way. And the first thing they hear is like, hey, did you hear how we met? She stole my seat in mm-hmm. first grade. So it's, it's a great, fun mm-hmm. story. Anytime <laughs> I meet someone, no matter who they are, it could be the president of the United States. I'm going to say, well, let me tell you what she did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm so excited to have two of my closest friends. We're not only friends, but we're neighbors and travel buddies. Let me introduce to you Stacy Garrick and Ashley Logue. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you, Autumn. Thank you. Yeah. First, I want to say, I think, Ashley, you probably would agree to this, that Stacy is one of those friends that you really want to have because when you say, hey... I would love to go to Boston for my birthday. She not only is like, oh, yeah, that sounds fun. She's like, well, let's find this right now. Go ahead and book this trip and get within it rolling. Three, yes, within three hours, it's booked. <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're certainly glad to have you here. And, and that's why we're talking about traveling because you've been the one to really help push us through that. So we're going to talk a little bit about y'all first. So um, and also want to mention, I think Stacy is probably my second most likely guest to cuss on my show. So we're going to see. I, I take pride in that. Thank you. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. And last episode with Casey was the one that I thought might. And she didn't. So um, so we'll see how things roll today. So, all right, Stacey, tell me a little bit about your family, where you grew up, um, all that stuff. Go ahead. So I grew up in Mart, went there to school my whole life, graduated from there in 96. In fifth grade, I met my husband. Well, he wasn't my husband in fifth grade. He was my <laughs> friend in fifth grade. Um, we ended up getting married. We've been married almost 20 years and we have two kiddos. We live out in China Spring, right down the street from y'all. Two kids, one eighth grader, one a sixth grader, and we own a family business. So we work together, which can be stressful. Imagine. Um, you know, so it's a little challenging, but that's okay. We get along really well. I think we're a great fit. I'm not sure that there's anyone else in this world that can handle all of me. So, <laughs> so it, it works well. It, it really does. It works great. But that's just a little bit. Yeah, you are a lot of fun too. We lived down the street from us. And so it's nice to yeah. have you all so close. All right, Ashley, tell us a little bit about you. All right. Well, I am born and raised in Waco. Um, went to Waco High, graduated in 2000, moved off to Austin to go to UT and lived in Austin for about eight years before I finally moved back to Waco. Um, just one of those families so important to me and all of my family is here, extended family. And so so uh, it was just one of those places I wanted to come back, raise a family, and I've been married to my husband, Travis, for nine years. <laughs> we have a, a daughter who is 11 and a little boy who is just kind of wild and crazy, uh, Colton, who is, he will be seven in two weeks. So uh, he just kind of keeps us on the edge of our seats. He but, keeps uh, us all on the edge of our seats. Sophia and Caitlin and Knox are all in sixth grade together. And so I think that's kind of how uh, we keep that bond of, you know, we're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. We're all doing the same activities. And so it's been really fun to get to know you ladies and 
and experience life together. Yeah. And what's so fun about our friendship too is not only are we friends, but our husbands are friends yes. also. Um, and it's such a fun kind of friendship to, to see grow because they love to hang out and, and barbecue or go play golf and they uh, do a lot of fun things together. So our kids are friends and our husbands are friends and it's a lot of fun. And one thing we talked about recently, our husbands are all left-handed. Yeah. <laughs> they're just straight and we're right-handed. So And they're all Capricorns. They are. So they yes. get along yeah. really well. They which do. Is nice. And they're all dark-haired and so just, yeah. <laughs> and so we're married to the same man. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know as long as we get along so well. They tend to so. match quite often. <laughs> yes. Especially at workout. I'm like, oh, there's the triplet. <laughs> My next guest grew up much like me in a small town in Oklahoma, but she took those roads to highways and found herself in a very fun and you might say happier place, uh, the happiest place before she and her family landed in Waco, Texas. She loves the outdoors and she rocks the best shag haircut better than anyone that I know. I want to welcome my good friend, Kara Thomas. Hello. Yeah, thank you for being here today. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, so as I've done with my other guests, I want to find out, I mean, I know, but I want my, my listeners to find out more about you. So tell me about your family and kind of um, work and a little bit about being here at Waco. Okay. Well, um, as you said, I'm from Oklahoma, a small town. We found our way to Waco um, after, I mean, it's a long story, but to sum it up, um, I'm an occupational therapy assistant, so um, we came for a job. My husband is a lineman, and he works at Fort Hood, and we have Sola, our eight-year-old, and she goes to China Spring, and yeah, that's how we kind of got here. Um, how long have y'all been in Waco? How many years? I, I, can't, I don't even know how many years you've been here. We've been here, it's going on four years. Four years. Great. Yep, four years, and we love it, and it's great. And so we met each other because our girls played soccer together. Of course, they mm -hmm. went to school together, too. Um, Sola and Ellis, my eight-year-old, um, they're in second grade at China Spring. And so we originally kind of met at soccer, um, which mm -hmm. was fun. It was the first year that my, I guess, your daughter and my daughter both played. Yes, and Mark was coaching, yeah, helping my, coach. My husband helped coach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was an experience for him, too. <laughs> he had coached, has coached my son, who's now 13, for years, and so this was a, kind of the, one of the first opportunities for him to coach Ellis, and he he said it was a little bit of a challenge. I think coaching girls oh is different gosh. than coaching boys. It was a challenge for all <laughs> of us. <laughs> it was. Uh, it's such a fun thing to see girls kind of go into sports. Uh, it's interesting. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not really a sportsy girl. I mean, I tried playing volleyball, but the ball never went over the net when I tried to overhand serve, and I, <laughs> I tried playing basketball, and I was super aggressive, but I never was very good, and um, mm -hmm. so to see – to me, to see Ellis and to see Sola, who are pretty good, and they have yeah. that like desire, and and to see them grow through sports has been so fun, and it's been fun to, to experience it with you, another mom who I feel Aww. like we're on the same page on that. Yeah, kind of going through that, so. it is fun to Sola and Ellis are a lot alike. Mm -hmm. um, they're kind of <laughs> we kind of use this to get them to play. We're like, well, uh -huh. Ellis is playing, so because she, they're both kind of like, I'm good either way. I don't really need to play, mm -hmm. but. I will. And right. then oh, they go out there and they're amazing. Is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Ellis. I tell her all the time, like, Sola is going to play. Well, I guess maybe if she is, then maybe I should. And so, yeah, yeah I definitely use them to kind of encourage each other to and do things. they're awesome when <laughs> they, they get are. out there. They're yeah. awesome. They're a lot of fun. My next guest um, is the owner of Need as a Pin, 
which is an organization and cleaning company. She's going to talk about it in detail in a minute. But I want to welcome Jennifer Snyder. Thank you. Yeah. So glad to be here. Yeah. So I'm a little bit um, selfish in this because I'm glad you're here to help me <laughs> with the organization. I am a little bit of a mess. I, my husband is uh, a neat freak. I mean, he'd even say, we call him Danny Tanner because he's very organized. He gets the kids in, you know, um, marching orders, gets them going, clean the house. And I don't, I'm, I'm glad they do it, but it doesn't bother me like it does him. So I feel like I need a little bit of, of this for me. Um, and I'm also glad you're here because we're friends through social media mostly, and you're hilarious. You're so <laughs> funny. So I'm glad um, to get to talk to you today about Well, all thank this. you. Thank you. Yeah. I like to be fun. I like to be memorable. Yeah. You do a great job of that. Well, thanks. And just <laughs> yeah. so that you know, and my husband knows that I tell this to everybody, my husband is a hot mess. <laughs> And so he has his areas at home that are just his. And in fact, I tell the cleaning lady, don't mess with his desk. Don't mess with his room. Don't spend a whole minute on his things because there's no hope. And so, so I totally get it. I may fall into that category. We'll, we'll see. As we talk the other day, I'll kind of see where I stand. But so uh, tell us more about Nina's a pen. Actually, let's start with you. Tell us more about you and your family. My family. So I am a third generation Wacoan. Awesome. And I went to the same elementary school that my parents went to. Cool. And so it was very romantic in that way. And and so I worked, I worked out in the world and and that God was talking to me and, and sending me in this direction. And and I I tried. I tried to dig in my heels and say, No, I don't think so. But he said, Oh yes, I do. And so here I am. And and I did this. I, I went out and became an entrepreneur with a little baby at home, oh. still in diapers. And so I have three boys. So I've, I've, any advice that I give, I have lived it 100%. And so I've got two grown boys now. They're 24 and 21. And then I have an 11-year-old still at home. Wow, that's a lot to manage. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Absolutely. And, those, and my boys, I found that as they grow, I become, you know, there's that teenager. Those teenagers were, you know, mom's really like the most annoying person on earth. And now they've come full circle and they remember the value of mom. And, and so that feels good. I'm looking forward to that because yeah. I have an eight-year-old who's already a teenager in her own little world. Uh, I'm ready There's to hope. To come There's back. hope. Trust so, me. Good, good. Can't wait for that. <laughs> awesome. My next guest, Amy Williams, who also grew up in the same hometown as me, we've known each other since we were six years old, is known for lots of beautiful decor of her own. She has quite the name for herself uh, with her cute little blog, Cuter Tutor. She's on Facebook and Instagram, and she shows people updates of her beautiful little adorable Tudor style home. She's even been featured on Kirkland's blog, and she has styled the Findery, which is a great little shop here in Waco, just across the street from Magnolia Press. I want to welcome Amy to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. So I want to find out about, of course, you and your family. Tell me a little bit about y'all. So I am married to my husband, Preston. We have uh, two kids. They're older. So I'm kind of in that, you know, mom of teenager um, phase. Oh, fun. <laughs> um, I'm a Baylor grad. So I went to Baylor and that's how I actually moved to Waco um, in 2000 to attend Baylor. So I have my art degree from there. For a while, I was in education. So I was an art teacher, um, became an assistant principal fairly quickly. And I was just working long hours and missing a lot of things that my kids were doing. So then I began to stay home about two 2015. And that's when I started um, blogging and getting into the home decor. 
Well, you do a really great job. It's been such a pleasure following along the, your journey. You start off initially just kind of, you know, showing pictures of your cute house. Y'all purchased that a couple of years ago. What year was that when y'all purchased it? 2015. 15. Mm-hmm. So you started doing little projects here and there, and then it's just grown so much. I mean, uh, I follow on Instagram, and I'm just amazed at the following you have. It's been really, really fun to see. So how did you really get started with that? Was it with your, your home you're in now? Mm-hmm. So after I started staying home, I wanted like a creative outlet. And originally I thought Instagram was a photo app. Like I didn't even know it was social media at the time. And then there's this whole niche within Instagram. And no matter if you're doing like home decor or, you know, moms or like cooking, whatever you're, you're interested in, you can find like information and photos and ideas you can on, find your on Instagram. For sure. Exactly. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, we would share based on different hashtags. So there may be like a hashtag like Monday makeover or, you know, show me your, your mantle or Tuesday tablescapes. And it's through those hashtags, once you share a photo and you use those hashtags that people can find you. And there would be kind of little like weekly contests to see who had, you know, the best photo or best home decor, best idea. And those would be reposted um, by some of the larger home decor accounts or bloggers. If you also tag different companies and home decor stores, they would repost your content as well. So it was a good way to be featured and a good way to grow your following as well. Yeah, well, you really found your way in. Seems like a simple way to do that, but you really quickly, you know, latched on and and were able to get your information out there and people could see your account and see your beautiful house. I'm really excited to have Travis Hill as my guest. Thanks for being here, Travis. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so tell us where you are currently as we are doing this little um, podcast. I am currently hiding from my four-year-old son in my driveway. In your driveway, yeah. Just his legs and it's playing blocks and asking questions, trying to cut down the, the background noise as much as possible. I'm hiding in the truck. <laughs> well, I really appreciate it. I know that you um, are kind of working from home some and then um, in your shop. And so I'm glad you're able to carve out some time to talk with us a little bit today. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit um, here in a minute about Heart of Texas Field Guides, which is a great organization um, that you helped found. And so before we get into that, though, I want to find out more about you. Of course, I know about you. We used to work together um, at Texas State Technical College years ago. And that's how we met and how I first heard about the Heart of Texas Field Guides. But um, tell everybody about you and your family and where you grew up, if you don't mind. Um, when I tell people I'm from somewhere, I say I'm from West. I grew up kind of everywhere. We lived all over Bosque County. Um, and West West is like West Comma, Texas, not West Texas, right? <laughs> West, West Comma, Texas. Everybody <laughs> That's calls it the comma, just because it's when you say you're from West, they're like, oh, what part? Right. <laughs> Outside of town, actually. Um, so yeah, West Comma Tech. Did most of my growing up there. Um, otherwise, um, my dad lives in Clifton, and my mom spent most of her time around Meridian, Cranfield's Gap, Clifton area. Which I'm so, very familiar with. I grew up in Clifton, so I'm a Bosque County girl too. We're in the we're in Clifton as much as we can. We got to take my son back to go see Grandma and Papa as often as possible. That's just uh, that's one of the prettiest places in, in Texas. So it's oh, hard yeah. to keep from all the juniper trees. And, limestone rock i love going over there it's beautiful i know that it's probably one of the top places for people to go hunting also and there's a lot of deer hunters out there and um, it's really a beautiful beautiful place i know that that's part of the mission behind the heart of texas field guides tell us a little bit about um about this organization yeah so heart of texas field guides um we, we just refer to it as field guides most of the time it is a waco based 501c3 uh, outdoor youth ministry um, primarily targeting um, central texas young men um, so we, as far as field guides goes, we try to target guys that are uh, 11 or 12 years old on the way up to 18. Um, and then even at 18, we still have some interaction with them afterwards. We usually try to steer them towards an organization like Legacy Outfitters or somebody like that to kind of take over when they age out from us. But 11 to 18 is kind of the target group for young men in, in the Waco, greater Waco area that, that we hang out with. We also have a smaller group called Junior Guides, which is anywhere from 7 to 8, depending on the kid, up to 11. 
they're not as regular outings or as strenuous, but maybe once a quarter we get together with those young guys and try to try to teach them some outdoor skills. Hang on one second, my daughter just walked in. Jetta, go in there, baby. Nope, go in there, Daddy. Go. I'm doing Sorry, just one second. Go in there, you can't be in here. Where's Daddy? Tell him. Yeah, honey, can't be here. So sorry. <laughs> ah, she wanted me to unbutton her little dress. She's playing dress up. Yeah, real life. <laughs> My guest is Jenny Herring. She is with Camp Gladiator. Welcome, Jenny. Hey, thank you for having me, Autumn. Yeah, I'm so glad to have you. Through this whole um, shelter a home process, one of the nice, consistent things is that you're you're always there. You're there. Uh, to help guide through workouts and stress relief. And so I, it's been, my family is very grateful. My husband and my son and I have been going through Camp Gladiator. I haven't been as consistent as they have, but you are always there. So we're, we're very grateful. And so I want for you to tell us about um, what you, about yourself, your family, and then what you do for Camp Gladiator. All right. Well, I have, I'm not a true Wacoan. I am a Houstonian. I came to Waco back in the nineties and came to Baylor and like a lot of Baylor students, when they graduate, they swear they're not going to live in Waco, but somehow Waco tends to suck you in and you don't live. <laughs> and here I am over 20 years later, still in Waco. And I met my husband, Zeb Herring. A lot of y'all know him just from being in Waco. I met him when I was at Baylor and dated all through college. And I actually did go back to Houston. I was a Spanish teacher in my former life and I taught Spanish back in Houston for a couple of years and then moved back because Deb and I got married and I was a Spanish teacher and that's what I did. So I did um, fitness on the side. I had been doing that since college, teaching fitness classes at the Waco Family YMCA and continued to do that even through teaching school. So I was a school teacher by day and aerobics instructor by night and I just fell in love with it because I would, I would still had my teaching aspect to it but I got to actually teach fitness and people were excited to be there because my Spanish students had to be there. They had no choice. <laughs> so it was fun to teach people who were excited to be there. Um, so I, st I started there with my fitness and then we've had two kids since then. And I've kept teaching at the Y. I've probably spent almost 20 years teaching in the gym setting. And um, my kids have just grown up with this. I have a daughter who's 12 and a son who's in fourth grade. He's 10. So my kids have just kind of grown up with this and Zeb's very athletic and fit, fitness minded. So my kids have no choice but to go along with us. <laughs> That's great. So being a Spanish teacher, I think probably prepared you for teaching some of the adults at Camp Gladiator, I would imagine. So some of us act a little bit like children. We get uh, a little defiant and have fish back. So I can imagine that prepared you for leading a group of adults. <laughs> More than you know, 100%. It really does. I pull up my classroom management skills all the time in running the group of adults or as we know our back row crew in our <laughs> early morning camp. Um, but yes, definitely pull back all my teaching high school students days of that. And um, it, it's fun. I mean, you act like a goofball as a teacher and I do the same thing as, as an instructor at Camp Gladiator. You entertain. Well, we are glad you do. Um, my guest today is um, a longtime friend. I'm really excited to have her on today. Karen Brown with Digital Media Butterfly. Welcome, Karen. Hello. Glad that you're on today. So um, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about the last few weeks that I've had with my family and kind of, I guess, surviving all this craziness 
uh, with the COVID virus. Um, some things that we've done that have been a little bit different that we've kind of made things work. Um, we have a, a neighbor who's pretty creative. She decided that she wanted to do bingo with a couple of families. And so she delivered some bingo cards and we set up a Zoom chat and we played bingo through Zoom. And they even had some little fun prizes for the kids. So one of my, my son got some little Debbie snack cakes and my middle daughter got Dr. Pepper, which I'm a huge fan of. I'll actually let her drink it all by herself. I didn't make her share with me. Um, and then my youngest um, won some LOL doll socks. It was fun. Uh, I was going to ask you if y'all done anything fun or exciting or different as all this has been going on. Not too much. You know, my boys are teenagers, so really they're just sleeping most of the time and eating me out of house and home. <laughs> oh yeah, mine do the same thing. I know we talked earlier and you mentioned that your um, sons are sleeping late and kind of just let them do it because why not? Summer's almost here and why get to a schedule? Exactly. As long as they get their schoolwork done, they can do it at midnight and I really don't care. <laughs> same here. My, I let my girls sleep in pretty late, usually like 10 or 1030 so I can get some of my calls done. Um, and so that way it works out well. So if they go to bed late and they sleep late, then I'm able to, to get That is true. They're not hogging all of our bandwidth when we're trying to do our work during the day. That's right. That's right. Well, speaking of things changing and the world being different, um, the reason I wanted to have you on today um, is to kind of talk about um, how we're managing that. You own Digital Media Butterfly, a great company here in town. I want you to talk a little bit about your company, what you do there, and then I'm going to ask you some questions about how you're kind of managing um, again, with some of the, the changes going on in the world. Yeah, so we're um, a marketing agency here in town. We've been around for eight years, um, and we specialize in helping businesses get their marketing to stand out from the noise. I mean, we're all seeing, especially now, there's so much online and so much information that we're just drowning in it. And so, you know, we try to help get your message clear and concise so that what you have to say stands out from, from all the noise. And you've been doing this for quite a while. How, how long have you been in business? Digital Media Butterfly has been around for eight years, but I've been designing websites since 1998. Oh, I, always, wow. I hesitate to say that now because it makes me sound really old. But yeah. yes, I was doing this long before it was cool. You have a lot of um, big clients here in the Waco area that you manage. And so you're very successful and great at what you do. So um, well, thank you. I'm glad to have you on. You talk a little, a little bit about your family. Yes. So um, my husband is an accountant here in town. And um, we have two boys. I have an 18-year-old who's at MCC, and now he's, he's back living at home with us during the shelter in place, and then I have a junior at Midway. My husband and I um, are going to celebrate next month our 20th wedding anniversary, and unfortunately, I think we're going to celebrate it in the dining room. Oh. <laughs> wow, 20 years, that's awesome. At least you'll be yeah. together, so you can it's true. more it's quality true. time. <laughs> <laughs> So as we close out, I just want to remind you, you can go to anoriginaloutlaw.com to find out more. We'll have our recipes on there. Future podcasts will be on there too. Uh, but thanks so much for listening today and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.